0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Stock Bros Podcast. My name is Tony, and today is the 35th year anniversary of Black Monday. The notorious Black Monday, which we're gonna talk about in just a second. But please remember to subscribe and also leave a review. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, whatever you're using. It's really easy, it takes a second. As well as check out my links for investing in the episode notes. I have my link for Udemy. Uh, My course has got about 260 students and uh, it's going really well. Check that out. It's one of the easiest courses for investors for beginners and you can read through the reviews and see for yourself. And also check out my link for Acorns, one of the easiest investing apps for beginners. And they have all pre-built portfolios for you. You don't have to adjust anything. You just keep buying and holding. And if you use my link, you'll get $5 when you get started. So let's get into Black Monday, October 19th, 1987. The Dow Jones plunged 508 points, a decline of almost 23% in a single day and a day-long selling frenzy that resulted in panic around the world and tested the limits of our financial systems. So the S&P 500 also dropped more than 20% on that day as well. Now, a 500-point drop in the Dow Jones in 1987 is equivalent to a 7,000-point drop in the Dow Jones today. Pretty crazy, right? Now, could a drop like this happen today? It could, but it would be far less likely. So as a result of Black Monday, market-wide circuit breakers were put into place following the 1987 crash. And what it did was every 15 minutes, a trading halt would decline, or sorry, a crash would force 15-minute trading halts after a decline of 7% and 13%. Now- when it gets close to a 20% drop, the market would actually close for the day. So this is a way to help mitigate disaster. So these triggers hit when there's a 7% decline, 13% decline, and a 20% decline. So essentially, it's giving the market some breathing room, a chance to for everybody to catch their breaths, calm down a little bit before they start selling off even more. The circuit breakers were last triggered in March of 2020 when stocks plunged shortly you know plunged sharply after the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic which obviously was only 2 years ago and many of you will remember that sell off it was pretty brutal but it was this happened over a few months and the market actually completely recovered plus gained about 18 to 20% to finish the year which is pretty incredible Whereas the Black Monday crash resulted, was a one-day crash of over 20%. So the 1987 crash remains a pretty relevant case study in market volatility. And I wanna talk about what actually caused this crash. Well, it all starts with the advent of the computer. So computer technology was used for the first time with brokerages and at the exchanges. An automated trading strategy that appeared to be at the center of this entire debacle was what was called portfolio insurance. This is known today as setting a stop loss. When a stock hits a certain price, the computer will automatically start selling in order to protect your gains. It was intended to limit the losses of a portfolio, and um, when the stocks decline rapidly, it's hard for people to log in or call their broker or whatnot to sell off. So essentially you would automatically set your price limits. So say you bought a stock at $30 um, and that price went up to $50, but you didn't wanna sell it and take your profits yet. And you also didn't wanna check it constantly every single day. What you could do is you could set a stop loss at $40. So if there's a big, you know, big market crash or a sell off, you'll still make out with a $10 per share profit. And uh, essentially what ended up happening was, because we've never seen computer programs to this level before in history prior to 1987, we never seen electronic stop losses in action. These computer programs automatically began to liquidate stocks at certain loss targets were hit, pushing prices lower and lower and lower To the dismay of the exchanges, program trading led to a domino effect as falling markets triggered even more stop losses. And frantic selling activated yet another round of stop losses, which essentially dragged the markets into a downward spiral that became very difficult to get out of. And here's the the great thing about this, though, is if you didn't sell and you didn't panic and you just held, since that disaster known as Black Monday... 35 years ago, the Dow Jones is currently up over 1,500%. So that's a 15 times increase in your profits. So as long as you keep holding and you don't panic, eventually the market's always gonna recover. So uh, just hang in there and thought it was important because Black Monday was a really good lesson for the exchanges and the brokerages. And the biggest takeaways were that they needed to implement some type of stop loss for panic selling. And they did. They implemented stop losses when you see a 7% decline, 13% decline, and a 20% decline. And what they, they have 15-minute periods of trading halting. And when it hits 20%, closes for the day and gives everybody some breathing room to catch their breath for the next day. And we've also seen since then the market be closed for days like disasters, 9-11 and things of that nature. So they have implemented some things. And also I think they have a better grasp of how stop losses work as well. And as technology has gotten better and the, the advent of... um cloud services and whatnot. Everything is, is much more secure and data is backed up. Um, and it's, it's just much more efficient than it was in 1987. And the stop losses actually work quite a bit better as well. So there are things that we've learned from that crash and actually have made the market a much better place. And I'm sure we're gonna learn things from future crashes as well. So that's Black Monday. Thanks for listening, and please remember to subscribe and also leave a review. Thanks.